Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That go for you and any other motherfucking farmers want to try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's going to be consequences and repercussions. What's good? What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Live on a Tuesday. Shout out to everybody on Facebook Live. Make sure you guys tune in on Facebook. Also, click that like button like button on the Facebook page. Also, check us out on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also, on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. And you can also check us out on our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. I'm Trey Frazier. That's Maestro Styles over there. Yes, sir. What's good, fam? What up, man? How we feeling? Cooling, man. Uh, work beat my ass today. So, uh, you know. But I'm here. I'm here now. I got a feeling this is going to be a lengthy podcast tonight. Uh, it's going to be some things to talk about uh, for certain. Uh, can't wait to get into it. Um, what's what, what you want to start out with? I mean, I got Julio. It's on you, brother. Yeah, hey, hey, man, you. Hey, it's on you, bro. I ain't got. I'm, I'm ready to react. I, I got Julio Jones on deck right here. Um, traded to the Titans for uh, what a second rounder and uh, future fifth. draft pick, something like that. Fifth, fifth round. I thought it was a second and a fifth. Second and a fifth. Okay, bet. Yeah, bet. So. Um, Reaction time. Uh, Julio Jones with the I mean, Titans next to AJ oh, Brown. Uh, under uh, you know, obviously the Titans were the winners of the situation. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that's obvious to say. Uh, yeah. Look, man. Um, social media works. Social media. Uh, we call it social media courting works, man. Apparently, it works. Um, I don't. Uh, I, I remember Julio Jones somewhere in a. Somewhere saying that he wanted to go to somebody who could throw the deep ball, and I don't. I mean, I, I mean, I guess I've seen him do it before, but I, that's not. I don't think Tannehill when I think of somebody throwing the deep ball. But uh, obviously, the offense is stacked, and I, I, I guess the major question is, can they beat the Chiefs with this roster? Yeah. Well, 
can they beat the Ravens too? Because they lost to the Ravens in the in the playoffs. But I tell they you, lost what, to man. the Ravens with Julio Jones. I mean, they lose. They didn't lose with Julio Jones, though. Well, I tell you what, because offensively, this is a major upgrade. There's no question about it. You're gonna have to not put eight nine in a box anymore to stop Derrick Henry. Now you got to play man on man coverage with AJ Brown and Julio Jones. But when I look at the roster, like in its totality, offense and defense. Defense still got some question marks. And, you know, I know they, you know, addressed some of it in the draft. I know they picked up, um, uh, what's, what's, Bud, what's his name? Bud, uh, Dupree. Bud Dupree. Right. I know they picked up Bud Dupree. So that's definitely, uh, you know, a changer, a game changer right there. Um, I think just the question mark is going to be defensively. I mean, they were the worst defense getting off the field on third down. Um, that That's going to have to change. So as much as, you know, we want to give this Julio Jones acquisition its props and, you know, give the Titans all the, you know, all the love when it comes to that, um, I, I just got questions about the defense and we'll just see how that, you know, plays out. I don't expect them to make a trade for anybody else, like I said earlier, but Dupree's on the roster now. They address it in the draft. Um, we're just going to have to see what happens. Um, I do think that in terms of the division, they're still the favorites in the AFC South, as far as I'm concerned. I don't care that Carson Wentz is finally in Indianapolis. Um, I don't care that Quentin Nelson is, you know, there and, you know, they got a pretty good coaching staff and roster. The Titans, for me, they're still like the team to beat in the AFC South. I mean, so nothing there really, you know, changes for me there. Now, can they get like a top two seed or something? And I, and I guess in this case, it doesn't really matter anymore since the one seed is the only one that gets the bye week. Um, but I guess that would be a question. Can they get the number one seed in the AFC and just have everything come through them? I, I, I think they got enough. I mean, if you're talking offensively, they got enough. We'll, we'll see what happens on defense. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I, I would love to sit here and pretend like it's a, it's a big drawn out conversation, man. But I mean, look, you put they they got Julio Jones and didn't even get rid of any receivers or didn't even lose anybody yet on, um, you know, as far as their except roster. For who they, um, except for who they replaced, though, because Corey Davis was there and he signed as a free agent years. elsewhere. But I get right, what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, they, they didn't replace yeah. nobody as far as the trade goes. Right. So, um, and I mean, obviously, um, there's no comparing Corey Davis to Julio Jones. So, I mean, upgrade. You know, clear, clearly. Right. You know. So, uh, the way I see it, they are. Uh, they're just they're just up there, and obviously, we're talking about on paper because we haven't seen anybody playing the games or any of that. But Julio Jones mm-hmm. does put the Titans. Up there, um, if if I if I'm to make a ranking right now, uh, mm-hmm. Chiefs Chiefs one, um, and again I'm just talking on paper. I gotta go Titans too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I could I, I could see that. Um, and and I think if you're talking about the North, um, you know that's gonna be a dog fight. You know, in in and of itself. And quite frankly, I think the AFC East is going to be a dogfight this year. You know, with the upgrades that the Patriots made, the Bills are still the Bills. And, you know, the Dolphins, they won 10 games last year, you know, without a playoff appearance, but they won 10 games. You you expect that team to be, you know, hovering around, you know, 
where they were last year. And not for nothing, um, I was paying attention to some Vegas odds the other night, and they got, like, the Broncos as, like, the fifth team in the AFC with, like, the fifth best odds to get to the Super Bowl. Now, we know what that is. That's basically pending if they trade for Aaron Rodgers. And if that does happen, then that kind of changes everything that we just talked about, you know, in terms of the Titans, mm-hmm. you know, chances of, you know, getting to the Super Bowl and where they rank in the AFC. But that's something that's interesting that I think we need to just keep an eye out on because if Vegas got them being the Broncos as the fifth best odds to get to the Super Bowl, they, they know something. They, they know something's about to be up. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm. But I'm not putting. Uh, I'm not putting no stock in that. They don't have a. They don't. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is a good quarterback, but they don't. Nah. nah no, I mean we know we, but we know they don't. They don't stack against the rest of the other teams. Like I mean, and if that, that, that I'm not. I'm not. Based off of them getting Aaron Rodgers, like let's. I don't know. Kind of be clear about that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that. I don't. I don't know nothing about none of that. I don't know why they would assume. I know what the. I know what people are saying, but um, I don't. I don't know the Aaron they, Rodgers. They must know points. something. They they must know something if they got them ranked fifth. Or they're anticipating something. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, they don't I mean, know. Yeah, I don't think. We're I don't saying, think I mean, they we're have saying any. the same thing. We're kind of saying well, the no, same thing. It, Oh no! You saying they know something means that they know that Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver. I, I'm saying that Vegas is thinking that they might, that he might go to Denver, not that they have any inside information. What I took is what you're saying is saying that they got inside know. information as to whether Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver. I don't believe Vegas got no inside information about Aaron Rodgers going to Denver, and that um, I, I guess don't know, in bro. in the scheme of what you're saying, that that would make sense because what on this team makes you feel like. Uh, Denver is the fifth best team in the AFC, but of course, um, of course, but we know what the deal is there. We, we well, know. I don't know him. is what I'm saying. Well, no, I'm, but I'm, I'm saying that they got them ranked with the fifth best odds because they, they, they must know something, or like you even said, they're anticipating that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Bronco at some point before the season starts. But then Otherwise, do those odds change if he don't? Oh, if he doesn't go there, then them dudes drop to like the fourteenth best odds to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, you talking about? I mean, you talking? Yeah, but I'm talking about would Vegas change that? Like, for yeah, instance, Vegas will change that. Vegas will change that if they suspect that he's not going there anymore. Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't know why you even. I don't even know why you put that there. I mean, I, I guess I do know why, but we we know why. But, but I, <laughs> we know well, why. I don't think it's Aaron. I don't. I, I I think it's less about them having inside information and more about uh, you know. And I'm not a gambling expert, but I, I feel like they they want people to start throwing cash towards Denver for um, whether Aaron Rodgers goes there or not. That's possible. That's possible. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe they have inside info. Maybe they don't, but. For them to put them rank them fifth, it ain't just because they seriously think that Teddy Bridgewater and Jerry Judy and these guys, you know, are going to make the playoffs with just the roster they have right now. It's certainly not that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that will. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Kevin Bunton, a.k.a. Uh, Big Kev 303 uh, in the Facebook live chat. So. 
Does the name Sheena Quick ring a bell to you? No. So I saw the following her on Twitter. So she's a Panthers beat writer. And her name was familiar to me and I couldn't remember for a while where. So I it, it came to me that her name had surfaced in that Washington Post article about the Washington football team and all the nastiness and all that stuff yes. that was going on within the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, Sheena Quick used to work for them and she was one of the ones that came forward about all the sexual harassment and all the stuff that was going on within that organization, right? Gotcha. So one day she alluded to something on Twitter that she had some inside sources um, and talks about Deshaun Watson and the Deshaun Watson case. And this has less to do with the actual case itself, but more so to do with um, whether teams are still, you know, looking for his services and whatnot. So she alluded that there is a mystery team that's out there. And quite frankly, it's really not a mystery if you, you know, put the team's name out there anymore. But she basically said that there's there's a surprise team that, is still kind of monitoring the Deshaun Watson situation and is looking to, you know, pounce on it, you know, whenever that, you know, all the, you know, situation with the cases kind of, you know, goes away. Mm-hmm. So someone, someone was like, yo, you can't just put that out there and just not, you know, give the name of the team and whatnot. And a lot of folks have alluded to the Philadelphia Eagles as being that team that's been monitoring Deshaun Watson and, you know, still trying to make a big push for him. And Sheena Quick, she confirmed it, that it was Philly as that surprise team that's still um, monitoring Deshaun Watson and the case and all that stuff. So I I think for me, and I've heard the Eagles name kind of resurface when it came to Deshaun Watson for a while now. Like even before, you know, I started following her and before really like the prime of this case got to where it got. Um, but I, I, I guess I could say I'm disappointed in a sense because I, I think we all want Jalen Hurts to be the guy in Philly, right? Like the, the owner came out and was like, we're not drafting a quarterback. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts is our guy. We're going to move forward with this guy. And to kind of still hear their name as still this, you know, team still monitoring the situation. And I get it. It's Deshaun Watson. You know, I would I would do the same thing if Deshaun Watson is available and, you know, he's he's a top five quarterback. Then no question. I'm pulling the trigger. I got to do what I got to do. But I think for me, um, disappointed in the sense that, you know, Jalen Hurts keeps getting. How, how can I put it? Overlooked or just, mm-hmm. you know, hey, you know, you are God, but, you know, we might got something better. Um, If I'm disappointed about anything, I am disappointed by Philadelphia's the Philadelphia Eagles lack of uh, lack of pretending that they care about whether Jalen Hurts is their starting quarterback or not. Um, Look, look, come on, man. Is Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun, if Deshaun Watson, um, if there's an opportunity to get Deshaun Watson on your team, and we talked about it with with uh Tua in Miami when it was, you know, conversations about him going to Miami. Um, 
is I know young quarter young quarterbacks with high ceilings and all those things. Um, Deshaun Watson becomes available, and you got the room to make it happen. You 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 make it happen, and this this is this is that. I mean, to I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, Deshaun Watson in Philadelphia um, changes to the trajectory of the Philadelphia Eagles. The second he steps on the practice field, um, you automatically got to start having conversations about can they win the East. You, yep. um, you know, the, all those conversations have to immediately happen when Deshaun Watson comes into your locker room. So, you know, if anything, uh, I don't like that the Philadelphia Eagles treat him. They they tell him, oh, that you, you're our guy, you're our guy. But then these conversations leak out into the media. Um, these conversations shouldn't be leaking out into the media if uh, you want to reassure Jalen Hurts that uh, he's the guy. Um, I'm sure at this point Jalen Hurts knows he's not he's on he's the guy until they can get somebody better or until he proves it on the field. Yeah. Um, and and I I think any I think if he is any type you know self aware of what's going on in his situation that. Um, Deshaun Watson said he want to come to Philly. They're going to try to work it out. He's probably going to end up in Houston. And and, and look, um, Houston is not a great team to play for organization-wise and all those things, but you go there and ball out. And you know what? Maybe you can maybe you can change some maybe you could change some things down in Houston, but um and that's and obviously that's assuming that that's what that's what the trade is, but you kind of, you kind of got to think that's what the trade is if uh if Deshaun Watson comes to um, Philadelphia, you got to think that that he's that uh, Jalen Hurts is going. So I mean, look, man, I, I ain't, I ain't, I don't feel no kind of way about them actively pursuing. Uh, Jay, I mean, I'm sorry, Deshaun Watson leaving the door open. I mean, hell, if Pittsburgh could leave the door open for Deshaun Watson, we'd be doing it too. No shame, no shame. I think you're in a situation in Baltimore where y'all wouldn't have to do it. But I mean, there aren't a lot of quarter, there aren't a lot of teams that are in position to just uh, not act like Deshaun Watson doesn't want to be traded. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, the Niners was a part of that conversation for a little bit, also up until the draft. And I think at this point, they've kind of told you during the draft that this is the direction that they're going to go, you know, with uh, Trey Lance. Um, the Jets, same thing. They were in a conversation and, you know, they got Zach Wilson. So um, it, it in the end, now that I think about it, it does make sense that there is that one team that's out there left that, you know, was monitoring that situation. And, you know, I said it earlier, he's a Sean Watson. I'd, I'd jump at the opportunity too if I if I knew I that wouldn't I was be surprised. Quarterback. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't the. That's not the only team still watching it. I don't think Philadelphia is the only team still watching it. I yeah. think Philadelphia is a team that got leaked because you followed uh, because you followed uh, Sheena Quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that's the only team that's sitting there thinking. I mean, hell, I if I'm Detroit and I know they just got Jared Goff, but man. Mm-hmm. If, you got <laughs> if there's a stuff, way, yeah. I mean, if there's a you, way, you, you, Jared Goff in that package, no question. But then, what else you gonna throw in the package for him? I, I'm just saying, any, any team 
that sees themselves that you know that don't have a quarterback better than Deshaun Watson or a quarterback they drafted early, meaning mm-hmm. first round, and you know, in an attempt to uh, you know make them yeah. a franchise quarterback. Um, yeah, man, you 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 do that. You do that. I mean, sure. You you see what you could do to make it happen. Sure, sure. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. That that's going to be interesting. You know, as well, with all continues. this going on, with all this going on and with what has been uh, speculated amongst a lot of people to be a smear campaign in Deshaun Watson on Deshaun Watson, um, he might he probably don't go nowhere this year. Yeah, that that's going to be interesting. So the league hasn't really suspended him yet. Like they didn't no. put him on the exempt this list or anything like that yet. No, no, yeah. I'm, but but. My point is, mm-hmm. I mean, well, look, listen here. If emphatically it's a smear campaign, and I don't know it, I don't know that to be true. I'm just what people speculate. Yeah. Um, then, I ideally you would think that it worked because you don't hear anything about the uh, you don't hear about Deshaun Watson being traded anymore outside of this this uh, small story that I hear nobody reporting about outside yeah. of Sheena Quit. Yeah. Right. Right. So yeah. it would it would seem as if uh, whatever they did in this smear campaign worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious how how that's gonna play out. Like, if who, it was a smear campaign, by the way, if it was sure. a smear campaign, sure. Like who? Like who's their backup? Like I don't. I mean, I I don't know. I, I don't care. I don't care. Hey, um, rest in peace, uh, Jim Fossil. Found that out. Uh, what? Earlier this afternoon. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. You rest in peace. Uh, heart attack yesterday. Uh, age seventy one. Um, wow. Most people most people know him from coaching the Giants, Giants back in yeah. the late nineties into the early two thousands. Um, wow. I think I think a couple of highlights for me. Um, obviously one is the Super Bowl, um, where they got beat by the Ravens. And then, um, the other highlight for me is a couple of weeks prior to that Super Bowl, where it appeared that they surprised everybody and beat those Vikings 41 to nothing in an NFC title game. I mean, that was, mm-hmm. I mean, the Vikings for about maybe three, Smith, four years. Yeah. That was like yeah. one of the best offensive teams in NFL history and yeah. you know that giant squad you know shut him out in that title game so um also he was in Denver as a coordinator um with the Ravens as a um offensive coordinator um early on with uh Billick when Billick was still coaching there so um so yeah rest rest in peace Jim Fossil I didn't I didn't realize he was um I didn't realize he was that old but uh yeah, mm, that, 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 that sucks. That that sucks, you know, heart attack and all that stuff, you know. Rest in peace. Out, out to the, the family. family stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no question. No question about it. All right, man. Uh, let, let, let's get into the NBA, man. Um, we, we can get into these awards. Uh, just found out a couple of them today. Uh, Nikola Jokic is the league MVP, uh, body associated press. Yeah. And Congrats. Tom Thibodeau is the coach of the year um awarded by the associated press so um thoughts reactions um um congrats to Nikola Jokic 
Um, him, Thibodeau winning this bullshit. Stand by it. I ain't get to reply to you because I work kicked my ass today, but. Um, yeah, I stand by that. The mad rapper, man. Tell him why you mad, son. Tell him why you mad. Son. I mean, it, look, look. <laughs> he wasn't the best coach this year, period. Period. He was a good coach this year. Not taking nothing away from him. I don't, you know, he did what he did, and congrats to him and the Knicks. He wasn't the best coach this year, period. I got a question. And and, and it stands, and, and, and like we had the conversation, it stands right there. It ain't about how good, how much better, or how much worse he was. He was better, period. I got a question. In the past, has coaches of the year, like those like coaches that have won it, and I'm, I'm just trying to you know name some off the top of my head here, but are, are those coaches like the best? When no, those coaches that win those awards, are they really the best, like, coaches in the league like those years like i remember um no. mike budenholzer won it with the hawks i think in 2015 that one year um yeah no of course not like the mvp isn't the best player the best player in the league that right. year yeah right. so no right. so no so because i'm i'm just kind of going back to what you said you know Thibodeau wasn't the best coach and i agree with that statement um that he wasn't the best coach um, but as I've been, you know, saying for a while now, you know, leading up to the end of the regular season, um, there were, there were three candidates. It was him, it was Monty Williams, and it was Quinn Snyder. And after a while, I've just kind of shoved the Quinn Snyder to the side because the Utah Jazz have been good, you know, for a while now. So for me, it was just down to two guys, Tom Thibodeau and Monty Williams. And I, I, I got to say, um, it for me, it was difficult. Just putting my Knicks, you know, colors aside, this was, it, for me, this was difficult. Because on one hand, you got Monty Williams, right? Monty Williams, he's got, what, second best team in the West, number two seed, first time this team has been in the playoffs in, what, 10, 11 years. Um, and obviously ended that long playoff drought, um, has some of the best players in the league on the roster. Chris Paul came over, um, in, in the trade, uh, Devin Booker is one of the best, you know, young cats in the league right now. Um, so you got all that to Monty Williams's resume and you look at Tom Thibodeau and you say, okay, this guy came into a situation uh, a team that had been out of the playoffs um, a little less than what the Suns were. The Suns had a longer uh, playoff drought, but the Knicks had a playoff drought of themselves. I think it was seven to eight years. Um, no expectations for the Knicks. Um, people predicted that they would win 22 games this year, and they ended up doubling that you know total, almost doubling the total to 41. Um People would say that Tom Thibodeau has done less, uh, has done more with less, I would say. Um, no really, like, you know, superstar. And, yeah, Julius Randle, most improved player of the year, much deserved, but certainly didn't have uh, the best players on the roster, but yet came into a situation unknown 
people had no expectations and they're the number four seed in the Eastern Conference. And I get it's the Eastern Conference, but even for that franchise to come from where they came from and to be a top four seed in their conference, um, you know, you, you can't sneeze at that. And, and quite frankly, you can't sneeze at neither one of these team situations. So for me, I'm glad I'm happy that Tom Thibodeau won the award. But if they but if Monty Williams won it, I would have said the same thing. Hey, congratulations. You know, Monty Williams, yeah, you know, best, you know, you know, second best team in the West, 50 something wins this year. Um, you know, stacked roster, deep roster. I I I would have reacted the same way had either guy won the award. So who should have won? Who who should have won? I would yeah. I would give the I would give the edge to Thibodeau because he did more with less. So did so did and that's a, and that's just a slight edge. So did the Hawks. The Hawks in the Eastern Conference. I mean, so did the Hawks. The Hawks did the day in the Eastern Conference and did extremely better than they did the year before. So so now you're bringing uh, Nate McMillan into the coach of the year or, conversation. Oh, I mean, yeah. The, I mean, in hell, the way he turned around after Lloyd Pierce left. Mm-hmm. Much props. You know, much props. Um, I mean, here's the thing for me, and I, you know, it, this ain't no long drawn on conversation. Um, do, does uh, Monty Williams have a a star in Devin Booker? One hundred percent. Does he have a point guard? who bought it all together 100 percent mm-hmm. but he coached this team deandre ayton is another is a is an animal right now and i'd like to mm-hmm. think along with chris paul that uh monty williams has something to do with that um cameron Payne is an animal uh they he's coached this team of course he's coached this team well um of i don't course. again i mean and they're in the western conference so mm-hmm. I, I mean Tougher i hear conference. you Tougher I hear you. No question. I hear you. Um, no question. And, and and much like we said two weeks ago, or however many weeks ago when we had this conversation, I mean, yeah, Tom Thibodeau definitely had a great year coaching. He definitely brought the uh, Knicks back to relevance this year. Um, but I don't think he was the best coach this year. I don't think yeah. he was the best coach this year. I, just I mean, don't. And, and that's fine, and 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 that's fine because the best coach never wins this award. So you know, I'm I'm, obviously, obviously, I, okay. Let me stop saying best coach because you keep going back there. I don't mean best coach like um, he didn't have the best coaching year this year. Sure. I know that Monty Williams isn't the best coach in the NBA. He didn't have sure. the best coaching year this year. Uh, Tom Timberdo didn't. It was Monty Williams in my book. Okay. I mean, I mean, obviously, like with all the attributes that I laid out, there's obviously something in Monty Williams' resume that you just put highly, you know, above what Tom Thibodeau did, and that's cool. But you no, know, it's just not highly. It's just over. It's not high. Again, it's not. It's not. It's not about oh, Monty Williams was so much better than uh, Tom Thibodeau. It's just mm-hmm. that he was better. It's not like it's not like I'm saying like he's here and he's there. I'm just saying that if right. you're asking me who co- who in mm. the running was the better coach this year, I'm going. It was Monty Williams for me. It wasn't Tom Thibodeau. What do you and, say to those? Oh, go ahead. And if 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 I'm to add, if I'm to add, um, how I think the Tom Thibodeau thing is going to end, 
Um, well, I liken it to his run in Minnesota, where um, mm-hmm. they he came in hot. They made I think, I think they made the playoffs one they year. Made, they made they the playoffs. Up, they did, they and then did. he ended up overworking their play, overworking the players. The players got upset, didn't want to play for him no more, and they went right back into the shitter. So I mean, if you and, and I would, you know, and I would, and I would say that Minnesota had better players than this Knicks, this year's Knicks did. So one thing we're certain of, one thing we're certain about is that Tom Thibodeau know how to crack the whip and get them there. But once they, once he loses the players, once he feel, once players feel like, okay, I don't like his approach anymore. Mm-hmm. Then they stop. Then they stop playing for. Him. I mean, the same could be said in in how it worked in Chicago for Tom Thibodeau. So um, it didn't happen necessarily the first year, and they were successful years after. You know, more than one year. But it's safe to say that uh, he has a habit of rubbing players and and even office executives the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think everything you said is right there. I, I don't know that I would take what you said there in consideration. Sure, that has nothing whether, to do. Yeah, that that and, and and that's where I was trying to get to because on the on the flip side, I mean, and 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 I don't think this was Monty Williams's fault, but when he coached the Pelicans, when he had Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins and Rajon Rondo and those guys. Um, that, I mean, that didn't turn out so well. I mean, granted, again, I, I don't believe none of it was Monty Williams's fault. I think that was just more the Pelicans brass than, um, more than anything. Um, but I don't think a, that a, a, that, a yeah, coach's, yeah. I don't think a coach's tenure, I'm saying, I don't think a coach's, um, demise with a team has anything to, you know, do with whether, you know, they're deserving for the war of the award or not. Um, Oh no, well, I wasn't saying that to say that. I'm saying that to mm-hmm. say if I'm and again I say if I'm adding to the conversation, just adding to the conversation, yeah. we 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 got a I got a health I got a healthy prediction about how it's gonna end in the Knicks based on how it's ended in Chicago with Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say if it ends like you said it would, um most people would say it's because of the roster more so than it is Tom Thibodeau because at least with Minnesota because because at least with at least with at least in Minnesota you know there were stars like there were legitimate you know Carl Anthony Towns I think is a is a star and you know in the league you know I I think he's better than anything we have on this Knicks roster right now um I, I I think if there's one thing to point at with the Knicks roster if like if we don't make the playoffs next year um, I think people are going to point to the roster more than they are going to point to Tom Thibodeau. Unless players come out and say, I don't like the way he's doing things like what happened in Minnesota. Mm, well, I mean, that that's possible too. That's my prediction though. My prediction, my prediction is, mm-hmm. is that he, my prediction is about Tom Thibodeau. My, is not about the players. My prediction is no, players sure. are going to, my players are going to start to not like what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna, and he's gonna end up losing the locker room. Yeah, I could see the Knicks if they ever get the superstar, or if you know one of the guys that we drafted becomes a superstar, um, and we're like really, really good. I could, I could see him not being a coach. I could see, I could see a situation where Thibodeau maybe not good enough to maybe get us over the hump, and then maybe we have to get another coach to take us over the top. I could, I could see something like that happening. 
especially when you got a roster full of guys that they're going to play. You know what I'm saying? Like none of these guys are superstars. So it's not like these players are going to demand, you know, put demands on a hey, coach, you know, I got to sit out a couple of games, you know, Hey, coach, I got to go to Vegas for, you know, a week or something, you know, uh, you know, Rodman style and come back. Like, you know, ain't, ain't none of these players going to do that. Like these, these players are going to play. They're going to, if they're going to play every game, they're going to play every game. You know, they, they, they don't have the star that's just going to, you know, just sit out just because they want to sit out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, um, I mean, I mean, the, the grand scheme of things for me is, uh, Monty Williams should be coach of the year, not not Tom Thibodeau. And no, again, I mean, that's and, no slight. That's cool. That's that's cool. And that's no. And and again, no slight. Congratulations to Tom Thibodeau, but I think it's bullshit. And you know, not like he give a fuck about my opinion. He he, the coach of the year, and I'm sitting here talking to you about it in my dining room. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't, I don't. I don't. I I. Well, I'll disagree with you in this sense. I don't know that it's bullshit. <laughs> Cause I I, nah. I think because I because I, I I think he's a, I think he's a strong candidate as, as the same thing as Monty Williams. I think they're both strong candidates for for. Oh, this it's just the verbiage that be fucking that you is. up. What's that? It do it be my it do it be my verbiage that be fucking you up? Because we still are saying the same thing, whether I think it's wrong or whether I think it's bullshit. I still uh, think most, Monty Williams most, should most, be the... most for, for the most part. Some most part, it's the verbiage for the most part. Oh, okay. Because I'm still saying the same thing. I'm still saying if I say it's wrong, I'm still saying it's bullshit. I think it's wrong and it's bullshit. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, props to both coaches, though. I mean, I I, I would have been upset if they would have you know did the whole you know co-coach of the year kind of a thing i, w- I would have been real upset at that if they ever did that um so um so hey i gotta i gotta talk about these uh these dallas mavericks for a minute man oh you don't um, want to talk about terry Stotts getting fired uh oh i want to do that too i want to do that too okay. but i i i, I want to throw some smoke over to the dallas mavericks because um and i and, and i understand that luca was hurt in game three part of game four and he came back and I think he dropped like 40 something in game five or something like that. But um, we, we, we really got to start to have this conversation about Rick Carlisle being the head coach of this team. And I understand that he won it all in 2011 with Dirk and those guys. And I get that having the chip, you know, buys you a lot of time in the league. I, I, I get that part. Um, but these niggas haven't won a playoff series since they won the chip. You know what I'm saying? And okay, that's cool. You know, it, it took some time y'all, you know, changing the roster up a bit, you know, Dirk was on his last, you know, on his last leg and all that stuff. That's cool. Hall of Famer. Hall of, yeah. Hall of Famer. No doubt about it. Um, what year did he, not to cut you off, what year did Dirk, uh, retire? My guess was two years ago. Okay. That's my guess. Um, so, you know, they go into the Luca era and, you know, the Luca era starts out, you know, really great. Right. You know, they had to run last year in the bubble. Um, many people thought that, you know, they could have took the Clippers out last year in the bubble. Um, they come back this year. Um, Porzingis is a little bit healthier. Um, and, you know, he's been, he's been getting all the smoke, you know, lately and, and deservedly so. Um, you know, Hardaway Jr., Jalen Brunson, 
Um, you know, Kleber and some of these guys, you know, they, they, they got, they got a couple good shooters on the team, but I'm sorry. You go up to, Oh, and you go to Dallas when you're up to, Oh, when you have a chance to close these niggas out and you lose not just those two games, but then you go up three, two in game five, going home to Dallas to close them out. And then you blow the series. I, I'm I'm sorry, fam. Like that for me, that's a fireable offense. You telling me I, I I beat the home team the first two games with a chance to come home and sweep these cats or at least go up three one, and I don't even do that, and then I go back to the crib for game six up three two and blow the whole series. I I, I don't know, man. Like I I, I we we seriously. It might just be seriously time for Mark Cuban to just maybe find another coach here, and they could they could blame Porzingis all they want, and and rightfully so. Um, but I I I I think they got to they got to change the coach, man. Like you 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 can't you can't go up 2-0 as the road team and then not be able to close a deal twice. They had two opportunities to do it. Um, I disagree with you. Um, of course you do. Uh, I Let's mean, <laughs> look, how many, when when an NFL team finds their franchise quarterback, how many years is that by the coach in your guesstimation? We have this conversation all the time. I know, I know. Um, three years. This is Luca's. say three years. This is, yeah. is Luca's second year in the playoffs. Yep. He's been dominant. Yep. And, and and specifically, and let's be clear, I picked the Clippers to win this um the this series, even though I kind of back I tried to back up back off it after seeing the first two games. I would have but too. um the reason but the reason why I thought they would win the series is mm-hmm. it, it happened. Game five, Kawhi went the fuck crazy. Game seven, Kawhi went crazy. Mm-hmm. Game six and yeah. Game six, I'm sorry. Um, he went crazy. They had like yeah. um, the in the, in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. and and it's why I was giving Kawhi smoke last week. Is dog? I know Paul George been getting a lot of the you know a lot of the uh, jokes and and getting a lot of the smoke, but yep. mm-hmm. it should be Kawhi Leonard getting the smoke. It should be Kawhi Leonard because Kawhi Leonard is Batman on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're being um, if we're being honest, Doncic don't got a Robin. Well, no question about that. So <laughs> that that's clear. So he don't got a Robin. So he's sitting that's out clear. there playing, you know, playing for his life. Treat like he's trying to do anything he can can he can to, you know, get them out of the series. But the truth is, is that if Kawhi decide, I I ain't playing no more. I'm, I, I, you know, I ain't playing no more. Mm-hmm. PG's gonna follow, and then the team is gonna follow, and that's just too much. That's just too much roster wise that then Dallas can handle. Um, it's yeah. it's why we it's why we were so shocked that uh, Dallas took him that far last year. Right. Um, right. hell, it's the same thing this year. And still, and it's and it's kind of and it's the reason why we regard or most people regard Luka Doncic, why we put him so highly because, dog, you ain't supposed to have a shot against these Clippers. You ain't got nobody with you, 
And here he is constantly, right. consistently making this an interesting series when it really should be the Clippers in six, the Clippers in five. Um, even. Sure. They sure. should be dogging this team. I, I guess for me, like if this was like, if this was the Clippers being up 2-0 and like every, like every team had one, you know, on their own floor. Okay. I, you know, the Clippers. Yeah. Y'all, you know, y'all prove that y'all the team. And and yeah, they they proved that they're the team in this situation. But the, it was six straight series where the road team won. Like it, it, this was just this was just one of those weird series. All their home games in this series. Yeah, that's like I can, I'm not calling them call out job. That that that, that that's just for, that's just that's just unheard of. That that's just yeah, unheard I'm, of, man. I'm not calling for Carlo's job, job in a situation like this against a team that that he's overmatched against, and it was and it's going as crazy as that. I mean, if you want to hold, if you want to hold anybody accountable, and I know we won't do it because this is Tyron Tyloo's first year, but mm-hmm. I mean, these Bamas was losing at home just like the Clippers was. I mean, the Mavericks was losing at home. Yeah. So it's not like yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're gonna hold that, yeah. if you're gonna hold him accountable, you yep. gotta hold the coach, the other coach on the other side accountable because they were losing at home no too. Question. Yeah. Now I'm not yeah. saying fire Ty no. Lue in his you, first season. Right. I'm just saying, you you're know, right. But the difference is Ty Lue got out of it, and I mean, and that's the difference, obviously. But I'm saying, Ty, but Ty I'm Lue saying you started this that mattered. Sure, but you started a conversation with Rick Carlisle should be fired. I'm, I'm saying I disagree with you for that yeah. purpose. I'm, yeah, he shouldn't be fired off of he just got a superstar. And all intents and purposes, injury is what you you could peg. And I'm not, I'm not putting these injuries to Pazingas or to right, Luka in this year. Let's say or, he was healthy in game three. Maybe this series ends up different. Maybe this is sure. different. I'm not putting that I'm not putting sure. that a Carlisle. Sure. What I'm putting it what I'm putting this on as far as the Dallas Mavericks is is that okay two years in a row we know we got a a star. We got a franchise player. We have a all time mm-hmm. great in on our roster. So now we gotta we gotta up the roster. We gotta get shooters. We gotta get better shooters. We gotta get a we gotta get another slasher. Yeah. Tim Hardaway is a is a slasher, but he's like he slashes when he wants to. He's like he's not like a he don't right. like always want to slash to the rack. Like he yeah. Luca just need yeah. help. That's what Luca needs help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Brunson yeah, he is he a good help. player, but he needs mm-hmm. help. Um, and I, I so I wouldn't put that on Rick Carlisle. Um. The Clippers did what they were supposed to do. They just took them longer to get there. And that, in my mind, is a bigger indictment. The Clippers winning in seven, in my mind, is a bigger indictment than the Clip than the Mavs losing in seven. Right. And the and the Clippers winning in seven in the in the way that it happened, you know, losing three home games just to get to the game seven at home yeah. to finally clinch it. Like right. that was just that was just un that, that that was just one of the more unusual I don't think that things should, yeah. I've 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 ever seen in the NBA like that. And, and as the more experienced team, with the roster that Kawhi, you know, was like, you know, you got to give me PG and and all the yep. additions that they added. You know, he mm-hmm. was he kind of mini LeBron the situation on getting players that he wanted on his team. And he he jai chilled until Game Six. I'm not, I ain't gonna say you know. Obviously, he had some good games between one and five, but 
Like he woke up in Game Six. He woke up in Game Seven when it was all on the line, and maybe and maybe that's how he wanted to do say, it. He woke up in Game Three. I mean, him and Paul George, they woke up in Game Three, and you could put some of that on Luca's health, but. They was down thirty to what was 30, it thirty right. to thirteen in the first quarter right. in Game Three, and right. then they you know them dudes had to wake up and you know they eventually got that dub you know in Dallas. Um, I I I think you know what you said. I mean, you make some good. Um, I'll I'll say this in regards to a coach having a superstar. You know, the first two years, Rick Carlisle, he had Dirk already. <laughs> Let somebody else get Luca. Maybe, maybe maybe that's where I'm at with it, and I'm and I'm and I'm kind of speaking on an kind of speaking on an emotional level right now when it comes yeah, to this topic. Man. Maybe maybe Luca just need make somebody else let let somebody else coach Luca. You know, Carlisle he he had a chance to coach a Hall of Famer. Let somebody else get the opportunity. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think he should be fired. How you feel about Chris Stapps Pazinga's comments? Uh, what were his comments? Essentially, he's saying he feel like he's in. He don't feel like he's robbing. He feel like he's an afterthought. He's a. He's taking a back seat to uh, Luca. The, the dude is playing like he's an afterthought. Let me tell you, I watched this highlight where they was on a fast break, and the dude shot a three. I'm like, really, really? That's mm-hmm. what you did on a, on a fast mm-hmm. break? Like, nah, seven feet tall. Nah, that's not. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yo, you, you got to take that into the hole, man. Like, you just stopped. Like, like, he took two steps and then was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, just shoot the three. It's like, come on, come on, dude. You seven foot, man. You got to take that to the hole, man. Nah, he 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 playing, he playing like don't matter. Oh, nah, yeah. I ain't trying to hear that. I ain't trying to hear that from Brazingas. And yeah, I'll so, be honest with you, mm-hmm. as a Knicks fan, um, and I and I know it's you know in retrospect, but I'm I'm kind of glad he's not on the team anymore. Yeah, that's in retrospect because I don't feel like you was feeling that way when it was happening. I don't remember, but I don't feel like you was feeling it's, that. It's way. in retrospect, bro. It's all in yeah. retrospect. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, it it worked out. It definitely worked out for you. Definitely yeah. did work yeah. out for you. Um. Your your thoughts about his uh, comments saying kind of feel the same, same way i mean like same sandwich i yeah. mean you play like you mm-hmm. look man and if it's injuries then cool um but shut up um you should yeah. probably get traded bro you should probably ask for a trade that's what i said you should probably ask for a trade yeah. go to a yeah. team that don't got a star like that and see if you can match his match his star right or come close yeah he trying he trying to be a number one like yeah, which is ridiculous because uh, you're not a number one, right? Yeah, go go to Sacramento and be their number one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now <laughs> he wouldn't be the number one there because I, you know I, I my money my De'Aaron De- Fox is number one over there in my book. And I and I'll be honest with you, I w- I wouldn't be surprised if De'Aaron Fox is trying to get up out of there either. So, mm-hmm. like, what about what about that kind of a trade? De'Aaron Fox in Dallas matched up with Luca. That that, yeah, that but, looks promising. But Luca runs the but Luca runs the point a lot though. Sure. So I don't, I don't really, sure. Yeah. I mean. I mean. Yeah. I. Yeah. Aaron Fox I can play off the ball though. Um. I, I don't know because I don't see him. I mean. I don't see him do it. But of I, what I've not, seen, of what I've seen him do, he he could play a little bit off the ball. 
Yeah, I, but that's not his natural thing, though. Uh, understood. Yeah. What about uh, Terry Stotts here? Uh, Terry Stotts gets fired, and, uh, and I want to emphasize, he got fired. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear um, this, you know, the team parted ways and all that. Um, I, I tell you what, I, I don't care. I don't care. I, I, look, um, I wish Jason Kidd wanted to wanted to coach. I wish he wanted to mm-hmm. coach for the for the Blazers, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. be mad at Chauncey Billups. Um, you know, let's see what he could do. Uh, yeah. My thing is, but if I if if I cared about his uh, coaching well being, meaning you know him being him being a coach, because I think he'll get a job somewhere else if it, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't think he's out the league or nothing crazy. He he came. Yeah. He's coming off a playoff. Yeah, he was consistent. Yeah, he was, he consistent. was a pretty good yeah. coach. So I, I think even mm-hmm. even if he don't get a head coaching job next year, um, he'll be somewhere on somebody's bench until it's time for him to get another coaching job. So I, I'm sure yeah. he'll be fine. Um, right. If I cared though, um, maybe a little too early. And the only reason I say a little too early is because. Um, I feel like they just got got a good front court just this year um, mm-hmm. with uh, 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 um, I forget yeah, the cat. Yeah, um, That's not who I'm talking yeah, about. Know, who I, was the guy? Who was the cat? They but they bolstered for years. The problem was is that they had a strong backcourt and the front court didn't didn't right. Uh, suffice. Right. And this year it looks like they had uh, a Covington. Um, they got Covington. there. We go. There we go. Um, yeah. They felt like they had a better. I felt like they had a better front court this year, and um, you know, even though their where they made, you know, where they ended up in the playoffs didn't really register for that. Um, but then, shit, they lost in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I I picked the Blazers in six. You know, because I, I just thought six, I believe. Because I thought the absence of Jamal Murray was going to do the Nuggets in. And um, I, I, I got to give credit to Jokic because um, what was yeah. that game seven where um, – what was it? What, what was that? Was that the double overtime game or was it game six the double overtime I thought overtime that was six. Game? That was double overtime. Was game game six, six, yeah, yeah. where uh, Nurkic fouled out and Jokic just basically just went crazy after that. It was like, mm-hmm. okay, you can't guard me. I'm, I'm going to get mines. Um, yeah, I, 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 I was surprised at that. And, and speaking of surprises, um, Terry Stotts getting let go, um, that did kind of come out of nowhere for me. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Um, and then, and then even with all the talks about Dame Lillard, you know, possibly wanting out of Portland, um, I know Stephen A alluded to a few teams, including the Knicks, uh, Clippers, Miami, um, and I'm thinking of the, I'm blanking on the other team. Maybe it might've been the Lakers or somebody, but, um, like there were teams that were calling about Damian Lillard. Yeah. Hell and, yeah. Cause you put that little Instagram post up with the Nipsey quote. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So here, here's my thing, right. As a, as a Knicks fan, if Damian Lillard wants to come to the garden, you do whatever the hell you got to do to get his ass here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I, RJ Barrett, mm-hmm. bye bye. You yeah. know, IQ, bye bye. Obi, bye bye. Yeah. If if if, if it means any of those three got to go, bye bye. <laughs> yeah, on, I ain't gonna lie. The only only player, only player, two players, but one player really in my mind. 
that I mm. feel like I have to have is Derrick Rose. And then second, Julius Randle. But everybody else, mm-hmm. whatever you want. You can have whatever you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you could you definitely have whatever you like, and and those other guys like Bullock and Burks, like them guys are on one year deals. Like I don't even expect yeah. them. I don't even expect them to come back next year, regardless of if we what do you even expect your team to look like? Your team is going to look different next year. Uh, way different. It's, it's definitely going to look way different. But you know, like I was saying, maybe a couple of weeks ago, um, if we don't end up trading for anybody that's like a Damian Lillard or um Carl Anthony Towns or somebody like that um they at the very least have to sign some shooters in the off season and the one cat that I kept referencing was Duncan Robinson because I know he's a free yeah. agent like don't worry yeah. you're not getting him you well, don't worry you're that? not getting him why is that because because he's about to get a payday in Miami he's happy in Miami I know you keep saying something about him they not being happy about uh what he do off you know off the court like no, me, no, that's you know, not Duncan like, Robinson. That's Tyler Hero. That's Tyler like. Hero. Okay, okay, okay. Oh yeah, you yeah. definitely getting Duncan Robinson there. <laughs> uh, well, well, look, I can dream, right? <laughs> yeah, you can. can That's a fact. I, can, I, can, I, can I would dream, never right? stop you from dreaming, bro, because I'd be on this bitch dreaming all the time. I'm about to say, like, I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for the Steelers to draft the, the find the sign freaking Malik Hero so I could talk about my defense being all right this year, and it ain't happened yet. And I'm sure you're waiting on the Wizards, you know, whatever moves they got to make. Um, I'm just waiting for them to get some shooters. That's all. I, I'm so, wait, I, I'm hoping that Rui, Rui and um, uh, yeah. I never forget the rookie's name, the rookie who, the rookie from Israel. They got to get their jumpers mm-hmm. together right. or they can go. Yeah. Um, but nobody and, wants to shoot And your threes. man's got to get healthy. Um, what's your man? Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the problem was still shooting. The problem of was three point shooting. That of was the problem. Of course, that was the that was the problem. Nobody want to shoot so. threes. There's so, so many, so much on the three point line, catching the ball and pump faking yeah. and trying to get back to the rack. Like shoot the damn three, and then nobody wants to shoot a three because they are one of the, they was one of the worst three point shooting teams in the league. And I yeah yeah we need to get I mean, shooting. What, like what was and the then and then that's though? even assume I I nobody wanted to shoot them. I don't know the percentage, yeah. but nobody wanted to shoot him. Nobody wanted right. to shoot him, I, and, and, and right. that's that's literally just me watching the series. Nobody wanted mm-hmm. to shoot it. I mean, yeah, it, it, it wasn't good, man. We need to get our three point shooting together, bro. I Sound mean, like and, and this is still under the assumption that Russell Westbrook is going to stay because I've been hearing rumors about Russell Westbrook possibly leaving, and obviously the Bradley Bill conversation is is rampant mm-hmm. because the Wizards are some trash. But um, yeah, you know. You know, that's, that's I a, saw yeah. that. I, I saw something alluding to Westbrook uh, being a dealt, and I and I forget the team that. Uh, oh, Lakers, Lakers. Mm-hmm. That's that's the team yeah, that Lakers, I saw. Yeah, but they've yeah. been kind of tooting that horn for like four years. Like four years. That's why I'm not really putting much. That. Yeah, I'm not really putting much stock in it. In it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but I saw I saw where uh, Kuzma and KCP and and yeah. somebody else they was going like, like they was talking about sending a lot of players, but. That wouldn't have made the Wizards no better. So in my mind, if you right. get rid of um, Russell Westbrook, you might as well get rid of Bill. Don't stop wasting my man's time. So speaking of the Lakers, um, so they're out. <laughs> no LeBron in the playoffs, and uh, yeah, uh, I would say this was a disappointing season for the Lakers. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure, for sure. Disappoint- disappointing 
season the way it ended. I mean, I, I get it, and, and and we get it. Anthony Davis was injured, and that and that's a lot of it. I can't put this on for those who want to try and put this on LeBron. LeBron's thirty eight years old and still, you know. But it, come on, man, come on. Let's let's let's, let's stop being ridiculous. Stop putting so much pressure. Yeah. On yeah. a thirty-eight year old whose legacy is already cemented, let, like let, let's stop playing that game. Yeah, I'm I'm just curious about what their moves are going to be like, you know, to get better now because they can't they can't rely on Anthony Davis with the health situation and then LeBron, you know, I totally disagree age with that. In terms of what? Yeah, yeah, you got to depend on Anthony Davis. He got injured. I get it, but mm-hmm. um, Anthony Davis is Anthony Davis is still Anthony Davis. He got injured. He got injured this year. I mean, yeah. we we I mean, He's got let's a history not of injuries too. Sure, but they just won a championship last year. Sure, sure. You know, so I mean, you know, that's not you know, he was sure. he was a very he was a very big part of them winning that championship last year. I got mean, the, we can't yeah, just got, sit. Got, got the bubble chip. Yeah, we can. I don't want to throw shade. Well, it they seems got, like that's exactly what you're doing because that's still a chip the, to they, me. They, they got the bubble chip. So is is that any less of a chip? But I'll, I'll 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 give them this credit in this regard. They played all the way to the end. They got barely two months of offseason time. They had to go right back into the grind of things in the season. And um I, I, I think it showed. I think the lack of um healthy bodies for the Lakers, I think it showed because they had to get back out and start the season two months after winning the chip. So I, hold on, I mean, was that I, bubble chip shade? Was it shade? Um, yes, it, it, it a little bit of shade. Um, but they would have won it. I'm, I'm sure they would have. They would have won it if they were healthy this year, or or at least they would have got back to the finals this year under mm-hmm. normal circumstances. I believe they would. Okay. I don't. Why? Why, why are you giving them shade for winning the chip, man? In the bubble. Look, man. I told you after they won the chip, I was jealous. Like the Lakers no. win everything, man. Like. It just seemed like okay, in my in my, in my sure lifetime in my lifetime I've watched the Lakers win six championships something like that six or seven mm-hmm. of them things mm-hmm. yeah man like I'm 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 jealous man they get they, they get all the all stars right. man when it comes to free agency they get all the stars B yeah yeah I mean y'all had Melo I never forget y'all had Melo we did we did that didn't turn out so great in the end yeah but uh. Yeah. Do we blame him for that? Um, I think New York I think some New Yorkers do blame him for it. I me personally I don't. Um mm-hmm. I, I you know what happened, man, and I and I'll never forget. We just you know, we just got beat by Indiana in six games in the second round that year, uh twenty thirteen. And that offseason, um Dolan fired the GM like after the like after the draft. And, mm-hmm. you know, right before the season, he just fires the GM. And I'm like, what the like, what the hell kind of move was that? You know, aside from because, you know, we had Jason Kidd on the roster. We had Rasheed Wallace yeah. on the roster. Uh, we had Kenya Martin on the roster. So that mm-hmm. was like, um, you know, veterans that, you know, were leading by example, you know, the prior year. And all those guys left combined with the fact that Dolan let go of the GM and the season turned out so terrible that they was like, Oh, we got to bring Phil in. Like Phil's got to fix this. And Phil made it so much worse than that. So if there was anybody to blame, 
Uh, Dolan is at the top of the list for certain. And Phil Jackson. I, I got to put Phil Jackson in that realm of why the Knicks were what they were, how bad they were, you know, for, you know, over the last few years. The draft so you picks, don't put no stock into, you don't put no stock into the whole, uh, Carmelo wanting more money and, you know, that money was, wasn't, didn't allow them to bring in players that next I, year. I don't, I don't, I don't buy that. I don't buy okay. that. Mello, I, just, I, Mello, just rem- I just remember, I remember that being the conversation when it happened. That's why. I, yeah. I, I remember the conversation too, but. For me, it was he. He's mellow. He wanted to be here. Give him, get, get a man the money. Get, mm-hmm. get a man, get a man his money. You know, y'all right. GMs, y'all, you know, executive vice y'all presidents and stuff. Out. Y'all fit, yeah, exactly. I mean, we we mm-hmm. say the same thing in the NFL. Y'all got GMs. Y'all got presidents of operations. Y'all figure it out. Y'all get paid the big bucks to do this stuff. So that 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 was sort of my attitude there. Um. So uh, just kind of getting back to the Portland situation, um, I would like to see somebody like a Sam Cassell, um, you know, interview for that job, as well as Chauncey Billups, you know, and a few other um, guys that they're, you know, been talking about out there. And the whole Jason Kidd thing, I kind of feel like he wants the L.A. job. I think they just waiting mm-hmm. for Frank Bowler. Waiting kinda, for Frank Bowler, yep. Yep, I think that's what's going down over there. I thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, so I got this game on right now. Uh, Hawks and Sixers game two. Uh, Philly is up. Uh, they were up big early on, but it's now thirty three twenty. Yeah, early. yeah, but but yeah, it being early one and mm-hmm. two, uh, the Hawks already did what they needed to do <laughs> in yeah. this series. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they took one. They took one. Yeah. Yeah. They already did what they needed to do. So it's hard for me to really put a lot of stock into that. Um, stock into that, especially this early in the game. But, um, you know, shout out to the Hawks, man, because the Hawks might low key. <laughs> I picked the Hawks to win the series, man. I saw. I saw that. And, I picked uh... the Hawks to win the series, man. Um. And you're not alone. You know what? You're not alone. <laughs> now, Look, I I still got the Sixers, but yeah, there's a lot. It, it's I, it's split. I mean, people yeah. like the Hawks in this series, and a lot of people still like the Sixers in this series, despite Joel Embiid's meniscus. Yeah, and and man, that boy Trey Young, man, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, he came here to play. He came here to play, and he and and, yeah. and the little rowdy white boys behind them, little white the white little white shooters behind them, uh, Gallinari yeah. and uh, Hunter Bogdanovich and, and Herder. Buck, yeah, yeah, them little white boys. They 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 drive walking around with a little too much energy, too much positive, confident energy on them right now. Um, I and Capella's holding his own. Like you're not gonna stop yep. and be, but he's holding his own. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Ah uh, yeah, man. I, I kind of like the Hawks and seven, man. Yeah, that's a that's a big possibility. I'm gonna stick to and six. It always and seven. comes because it always comes down to. I don't believe Ben Simmons, man. I yeah, and I and, and I don't remember if we talked about it last week, but you know the whole hack of Simmons in the series with you guys, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah that that that's gonna be a problem if the Hawks have to go to that and Simmons has to 
you know, try to shoot free throws, you know, that to, man was know, like stay up. 13 to 13 to 28 in that last series in the Wizards I think series. So. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Something crazy like that. Yeah, man. It's it's the same story, right? Like we, we talk about this almost every year since he's been in the league. Like the dude, can, yeah. he can take it to the rack. He can defend you. You know, he can finish at the rim, but he won't shoot a jump shot to save his life. He won't shoot a he won't shoot a three pointer, and he's bad at free throws. <laughs> I don't know that you can win with that. Yep. And if you do, yep. if you do, he's got to be like the third or fourth best player on the team. <laughs> well, scoring wise, I mean, I mean, obviously, yeah. what he does athletically. What he does defensively, um, if he gets a head, you know, if he gets a running start, not many that can stop him, you know, all those things. But um, yeah. I'm, it's always it's always my thing, man. When it gets tight, when it gets tight, who gonna get what? What wingman guard gonna get you buckets? And 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 B's been doing pretty good, at least in the Wizards series. Series, yeah. he's been doing a pretty good job in the fourth quarter. You know, mm-hmm. scoring, getting you know, getting those kind of shots that you need. Yeah. Um, but I don't believe that going forward. I think the Wizards are a, a, a terrible defensive team. Um, they had no answers for Embiid. That nobody at the center position could really hang with them. I, I yeah. feel like this, like you said earlier. I feel like well, you didn't say it, but Thomas Bryant being injured, I think that series would have been different if job. Thomas Bryant was. I there. think he does a little differently. Yeah. Um, I mm-hmm. you know with me seeing him shooting, nobody wanting to shoot the ball, kind of changes how I felt about it going in. Yeah. But um, but you know Thomas Bryant definitely I think would have made that series a little a little more interesting. But uh, getting back to the Hawks and the uh, Sixers series, yeah, they got that boy. The Hawks got that boy. Oh, they got it. They got they got one. that. They got, they got that one. boy. And it's funny because watching uh, watching Game One, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was kind of like a little a score off between him and um and, and uh, Joel and B. It was kind of a little mini score off where you know he'll come down, Trey Young come down and do his thing, and yeah. then Embiid will come do his thing in the paint, and you know and he they was getting buckets, but just after a while, man, mm-hmm. it's so, only so long fake thugs can pretend, man. So I didn't watch that game. I was actually on the road back home, mm-hmm. and. I turned the I turned uh, Sirius XM on to listen to the game, and I saw the score. It was like a twenty point deficit. The Hawks were up by twenty or something. Yeah, like that it was up like big. The, yeah, like second quarter, third quarter, something like that. And mm-hmm. I, I was thinking to myself, like, okay, Embiid must be out of this game because I, I hadn't heard anything prior to the start of the game about his, you know, availability and his health and all that. I just knew that he had the torn meniscus, and um, you know. God, to play on that, I've you know heard from many people that that's a tough thing to play on. So mm-hmm. I was surprised to hear that he played in this game and he dropped thirty nine points. Thirty nine had ahead of the game actually. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, wow, like these like they had Joel and B dropping thirty nine in the game at home and they lose this game like like word. <laughs> so and yeah. shooters. They, they got, got they, shooters. They got one, man. Uh, they Atlanta got shooters. Got one. And they got right. shooters. And Philly played the. And right. Philly, you would think 
Joel and B scoring thirty nine, that's the kind of game that you want them you wanted them to play. You wanted the yeah. Sixers to have that kind of game. That's their recipe for winning, you would think. Right. And nah. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Now that now it ended up being a, a four point win, right? Because I, I did look like at that. that box score and it, yeah, the Hawks was they down the stretch like the Sixers was trying to. The cut Sixers it. turned up. The yeah, Sixers yeah. turned up. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I'm 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 gonna stick with the Sixers in in seven. I think in the end, and 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 Ben Simmons, he can't shoot, you know, for hell. But defensively. I, I, I think they're gonna they're gonna have something for Trey Young and, and Trey Young is a great player, but I think there's gonna be moments in this series where I think defensively the Sixers are gonna, you know, turn up and just, you know, take him away. Because I mean, you mentioned Trey Young and then you mentioned the shooters, and those shooters are I mean, they're really good shooters, but Trey Young facilitates all that. You know what I'm saying? So if you could take Trey Young out the game or at least, you know, minimize him and at least not, you know, make him a more of a playmaker per se, like in terms of getting other people involved, if you can minimize that part, then the, the, the Sixers definitely have a chance. Like if, if, if Trey Young drops his 30, okay, go get your 30. But Gallinari, you're not going to get 15 points. Uh, Bondanovich, you're not gonna get 17. Herder, you're not gonna get 16 points. Like if 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 you can keep those guys around a perimeter to a minimum, then the Sixers got a chance. And I'm, I'm sure. gonna stick with that. I'm gonna stick with that. Um, so Milwaukee, this is <laughs> uh, yo, I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna hold you. This might be a sweep, bro. Uh, you know, I I had the Nets and I had the Nets in seven, but I I I might change my pick to Nets in three, bro. Because <laughs> in three, God in Nets in three, bro. Like, and I and I watched a little bit of game one, and the fact that you got a size advantage, right? Like Milwaukee's got all these trees in their front court. And they're not taking it to the rack. Like you just, you know, you shooting threes. You I mean, Giannis. Who's you? Who, who I don't know. How tall is Middleton? I don't. He like six six. He like six oh, okay. six something yeah. like that. But look, Brooke I Lopez. mean, look, look. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's tall, but he's yeah. but. Uh, What's look, their man. strength? What's what? What is their strength? Hey, scoring the paint. That's all I. That's all I ask Milwaukee to do is scoring the paint, and they want to jack threes up. Who was jacking them though? Um, Brooke Lopez, Middleton. I think Middleton had a terrible game. Um, and 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 quite frankly, Middleton has had a terrible series up to this yep. point. Um, yep. Drew Holiday has had a terrible series up to this point. So, two of your three best players aren't playing the way they're supposed to be playing. That's a big problem. Here, number one. And then here it is. And then here it is. Falling right back on the golden child. Yep. Yep. Yeah, bro. I. If you can't shoot from the outside consistently, and you can't shoot free throws, yeah, he he ain't, he ain't the dude, man. You can't shoot free throws, bro. And you got the crowd chanting the countdown, which I think is you know dumb, but you, you got I think the crowd hilarious. doing that. And I think it's working. It's crazy because 
you you would expect then and I'm you know I'm kind of thinking backwards a bit I'm like wait you want him to not shoot it in 10 seconds you want him to get the violation why you No nah, I don't I I don't think that they want him to get the violation it doesn't happen that often I think they want I think they want to get in his head I think they want him to rush his shot yeah and miss it yeah yeah, I, I think that I think that's the purpose of the chant. Um, and been, for all intents and purposes, yeah, it seemed like it's working. He's been bad at the free throws before, you know, all the chants and stuff. Um, yeah, and but, it, but it, it hurts more in the playoffs. And it's not it hurts more in the playoffs. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, yeah, seems man. like they may have seems like they may have just gotten up for Miami, and then they exercised the Miami demons. Maybe they. Uh, you know, Alpha, they went fishing, maybe? I don't know, bro, but they was down by 49 points last night. Like, <laughs> like, come on. Like, y'all supposed and to James be... And James Harden, did James Harden, I don't think James Harden played. No. Did play? No. <laughs> my man's in street clothes, man. Hey, bro. My, man, my, I man, mean... my man just came from around the corner from not raised pizza, man. Like, he just yeah, had a slice of pizza and just... Me. Nah, man. Man, y'all keep trying to tell me about this Nets. This Nets. I'm sorry, bro. They winning the chip. It's, it's, they're winning the chip. Oh, listen. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin looked like Blake Griffin from the Clippers. Like, like. <laughs> look, look. Brooklyn, Brooklyn needs to just plan it right now. Spend the money. Spend the money. Get the barricades. Block off Atlantic Avenue and Flatbush. And just. Get the streamers, get the floats, get the get the parade, get everything prepped for the parade because it's happening. I don't it's believe happening. nobody else. Yeah, I don't believe nobody else. But I would love to see a Suns Brooklyn finals though. That would be a great finals to watch. I think that would be a good finals. And I would like to see the Clippers there too. Like Clippers Nets, I think that would be a good finals also. Um, like I like that one. That one to me has a chance to go to distance, like you know, seven games. I'm not. I'm not oh, so sure. Well, about the Suns. I agree with you. I agree with you there too. Um, probably maybe even more. I just like the Suns better because I like the Suns. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. but given the all you know, given the the on paper talent with Paul George Kawhi, yeah, I, yep. I, I take that back. Yeah, that would probably be mm-hmm. the better Clippers. Clippers and, and they can shoot threes. They can shoot threes <laughs> in in L. A. So that that I mean to me, if you're talking about the the team that gives them the best chance to knock off Brooklyn, I think the team that's left in this tournament is the Clippers. Yeah, I think they're built think they to got, do that. I don't think they're doing that shit. No, I don't think they're doing it, but I think they're the best. I, one no, left. I hear you. I hear you. No, I hear yeah. you. I hear you. Like I don't think I don't think Utah has a chance, and and quite frankly, I don't even think Utah is going to get out of the series. Um, with the Clippers, um, you know, I just found out about Mike Conley and the hamstring, and I'm like, wait, when did that happen? Like, I don't yeah. even remember that, you know, being a situation. But you don't have Mike Conley in there, and I get down to Mitchell's your star, but Mike Conley has beasted in these playoffs um, so far. You need that dude if you're going to go mm-hmm. far. So yeah, but they're, they're but they're not going far. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. So w- you got Clippers in what? Because I got Clippers in Clippers and six. seven. Okay, yeah, I six. six. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I, I got it going a distance seven here. Um, so what about uh, Suns and Nuggets? I watched that game last night too. Um, 
Suns and six. Suns and six. Um, man, it because it, it seems like all these matchups are good matchups that you know you think they're gonna go to distance, but you know you get the feeling that one of these series is just gonna go four or five. Like what we talked about Milwaukee and uh, Brooklyn, like that one might just be a sweep. Yeah, Milwaukee doesn't show a pulse in Game Three, um, but. Suns Nuggets, man. Um, I got the Suns in this series. I think they're gonna get the Nuggets out in six two. Mm-hmm. I'd like it to go to distance, yep. but I, I I just think that you know uh, the Suns with the crowd and um, the bench. I mean that that team is so deep with Cameron Payne and um, and I, and I forgot that they traded for Tory Craig from the yeah. Nuggets earlier. You know, in in the middle of the season. So yeah. They're just so deep everywhere. Um, give me, give me, give me Phoenix, man. Give me Phoenix yep. for the conference finals. So Phoenix and you know Phoenix and uh, LA in the uh, conference finals in the West for me. And I think we we differ on the Hawks and the Sixers. Um, yep. So, so that's 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 what's up. Did you watch the fight over the weekend? Uh, are you talking about uh, Mayweather and, and Paul Logan Paul? I yes. did. Yes, I did watch it. I did watch it, okay. um, and and I don't know. I haven't had a chance to watch, um, you know, media and and hear what people were thinking about that fight. Um, but I am. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm disappointed in Floyd Mayweather. Um, I'm disappointed. He should have knocked his ass out. Mm. He should have knocked his ass out. And for those who's about to be like, oh, he's rich and. You know, all that. He never had knockout power, all those things. I get it. But Slim is but not a boxer Logan yet. That's the he's thing. not he's a boxer fighting. yet. Right. That's the he's thing. He's not a boxer right. yet. And he was so outclassed. It was, But he was so outclassed. Like, Logan Paul was clearly outclassed. Um, and, you know, and, and you know, I know that they, they, they don't name winners because it's an exhibition, but... I mean, yeah. we know who won. I mean, we know who won. Uh, I would. Um, so I mean, they, I feel like he should have knocked him out. I feel like he knocked him out once, and then he held him up and held him up from falling uh, one time in the fight. <laughs> but yeah, you you gotta knock that dude out because now because here's the thing: mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather had the opportunity of giving this ass whooping to Logan Paul and and making Logan Paul realize, you know what? This is a retired fire fighter, and yeah. I got my ass whooped. Maybe I'm not built for this boxing shit, um, but he let. But now he's coming out, you know. And you heard it in the press conference and after the fight, he's talking about, you know, I stood toe to toe with the greatest of all time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and his brothers tweeted or tweeted the same thing or put it on Instagram, whatever he posted it that did the same thing. Like, yeah. We we uh my man's went went the distance with with the goat, so ain't nothing y'all could t- ain't nothing nobody could tell Logan Paul now because he went eight rounds with the goat and and, and and survived. So now he thinking he could take on anybody. So I mean, look, um, I guess in a, I guess in a you know with me trying you know with me chasing dreams and you know and all these things, who am I to hate on a man that's trying to chase their dreams? 
But uh, if you go, if he's going to be a boxer, Logan Paul, and I mean Jake Paul looked a little bit better, but he yeah. didn't fight Floyd Mayweather either. Um, right. uh, they they got work to do. They got work to do if they're going to be if they seriously want to be boxers. They got a lot of work to do. Um, I do, on the other hand, um, want to point out that Jared Hurd from Akakik fought uh, in the undercard, and yeah. um, he he lost. But it was good. How did he look though? That, um, he didn't really look like he was like he don't he don't. He's so much. He's so used to being stronger than everybody. He lost it. He to me he lost that fight. And I forget who he fought, but he lost that fight because the other dude was more active. And yeah, um, he he thought that at one at, he thought that he was going to drop Slim, and he and Slim didn't drop some cat some Spanish cat. He didn't yeah. drop him. And at, by the time it was over, he had all you know. He had all the action. He had one rounds because he had all the action. So it, it was it was that kind of thing, um, you know. But it, but it was good to see Jerry Hurd back in the ring because I hadn't seen him in a while. Um, so shout out to Jerry Hurd, even though you lost. Uh, your boy Chad Ocho Cinco fought in the first undercard. Yes, yes, yep. Um, yep. And I, I heard he looked I, okay. No, he didn't look okay. He didn't look okay. <laughs> No, no, not 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 even um, not even not even I, okay. Damn. I mean, okay. I mean, if we're talking about boxing at boxing expertise, nah. He, I mean, at boxing level, nah. He didn't look okay. I mean, it was an amateur fight, um, mm-hmm. and he looked like an amateur. Um, now I will say I didn't see the entire fight because I was coming from um, coming from uh, eating with uh, with Melvin. Shout out, happy birthday to Melvin and Sharif to the homies. Happy um, birthday, homies. Yeah, so I went to go uh, sit with them for a minute, and then I went over to went over to go watch the fight. But yeah, um, yeah so I didn't I didn't see one through eight or however many rounds it was. But um, but I saw enough. It was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, uh, you know. I mean, but I'm glad he got it off his bucket list, man. He got he got he, knocked he out a, though, right? He got knocked out. He right? got dropped. He got dropped. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely got dropped. Um, <laughs> yeah. ass the football, nigga. <laughs> yeah, um, but shout out to him, man. Like, I mean, it, it, if if Logan Paul, a YouTuber, can do it, then Chad Johnson can do it. So, and if I, I'm not going, you know, hey, man, y'all, hey, y'all chasing, people get money, dreams. Chasing, chasing dreams. dreams, chasing checks, man. Get your money if you if you can get paid for dreaming. You know, living out your dreams, man. What the fuck? Who am I? Who am I? There you go. Hey, you getting paper? And I'm just sitting yeah, here man. talking about you getting paper. Come on, man. Yeah, we got up our game, man. Got to step it up. Hey, one more thing um, before, uh, you know, we kind of close out here. I forgot one thing in regards to the basketball. So, uh, Danny Ainge stepped down as um, oh yeah GM and, you know, vice president operations for the Boston Celtics and all that. And um, Brad Stevens is now moving from the head coaching position moving up in the front office. And so the Celtics are in a search for a head coach for the team. And yeah, I saw Stephen A go off about it last week. Uh, mm-hmm. my, my man said, yo, I'm, you know, I'd be right back. Cause I might say something that my nigga walked off the set. Like, <laughs> like he was like, yo, I'm going to say something. Sad now. note. <laughs> What's Sad up? Sad note. What's can up? we can we can we can we all come to the table and agree that that they don't have to keep staging these walk offs like y'all are so upset that <laughs> that y'all got to walk off the set? Can we stop doing that? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, they could definitely do that. They could definitely do that. And I and I tell you another thing too, man. So I rather you I rather you cuss on TV. Just cuss on TV and pay the fine. Like stop <laughs> pay, stop this. Pay, pay the fine. Stop <laughs> this. Stop this. <laughs> the theatrics. It's all yeah, theater, man. But I was watching. I'm sick the, of this. That same. Yeah, there you go. Walk off the set. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, put the put the theatrics into it. Yeah, so, man. So I'm I'm watching I'm watching that same episode, and it's it, it's so crazy how and 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 I guess it kind of goes back to um, what Jay Williams said this morning about uh, KB and Giannis, and there were people on Twitter I saw coming out and saying, "Yo, like Durant was like he never said that to Jay Williams, right?" Mm-hmm. So. Watching that first take episode that day where Stephen A left the room, um, Perk they had Perkins on there talking about the change in the Celtics uh, front office, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm, you know, I was shocked. Like, I wasn't expecting this to happen." And da da da. So then, first take went off. The twelve o'clock Sports Center came on, and I don't know why I still had it on because I usually, if I, you know, if I got time, then you know I'll just cut you know, cut off uh, ESPN and go something else somewhere else. But I just mm-hmm. still so happen to have it on. And they got right into the Boston Celtics story. And Perkins came back on to talk about it. And this nigga says, yeah, man, I wasn't surprised at all. I seen it coming. You know, I was talking to so-and-so. So I'm like, nigga, you just said on the previous show that you were surprised <laughs> and that you didn't see it coming. Everybody lying. Everybody on ESPN niggas, lying, huh? Niggas is, niggas is lying, yo. Like, like, yo, for real. Like, first this and now Jay Williams lying about what KD said to him about Giannis. It's like, like, uh, but what do you what do you think? What do you think about that though? Do you really? And let's be clear. Uh-huh. <laughs> let's be very. <laughs> I don't know Jay Williams. I don't know him. I don't know why would he go. Is he really lying? Why would he go on TV and make up that erroneous story if that if there was no merit to it? Uh, Do you think Kevin Durant wouldn't hear about it? Did like Kevin Durant made like probably yeah. one of the more clap like probably the most clap no probably back NBA player? Ain't yeah, no probably nigga. That nigga yeah, like back. he quick with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nigga, like we, he told Michael Rappaport meet him on West Fourth. Like yeah. that's how that's how much he. You know, I can't got time for this. Well, <laughs> Why would he be lying? I don't know if he's lying. I don't know if he's not. I don't know if Katie. I don't know who's saying what would do what, where, and how. Yeah, I don't but <laughs> goddamn, why would you come? But like, I, it's hard for me to believe. Well, I guess you just said it. Kendrick Perkins, Kendrick Perkins, live yeah, <laughs> thirty minutes just, apart from each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for me, it's like it wouldn't surprise me if Jay Williams just made up a story, and and hell, he might not. He might not have even. Met KD whatever night he was referring to. You know what I'm saying? He might have just pulled Damn. that out of you know out of nowhere. KD said he cloud chasing. He he can't speak for him no more. He said like, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, damn, Jay Williams. What's so like, so bro, did bro. KD did because I didn't see he responded. What KD, KD said. responded. Oh, Hold okay. On. Now you're gonna make me find this. Because I saw people saying that KD clarified that he never told Jay Williams this. He had, he actually put a he actually put out a tweet. Fuck, now I gotta find it. Something uh-huh. told me. Something fucking told me to uh 
man. It's a fucking screenshot. Kevin Durant got time for this. In case y'all niggas ain't know. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me search Jay Williams. Let me let me let me find. I was gonna say I'm, I was about here. to put on. Um, what's his? I'm about to search uh, Kevin Durant and see. Because Jay Williams was trending. He was literally trending before I fucking uh, uh-huh. came on to the uh, to the to the show. So I got the tweet right here, right? So Thank you. This is from Durant. He says, "Mans will do anything to advance their careers in this media shit, wanting to be accepted by an industry that will dispose of you whenever they please. Keep me out of mm. all that corny ass talk about who's better and legacy and all that dumb ass shit. I don't even talk like that." Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, it's it's crazy because yeah, <laughs> I be believing Kevin Durant, Joe. I be uh, believing I, Kevin Durant. I believe the athletes, bruh. I believe Kevin Durant. But why would Jay Jay Williams used to be an athlete? Why would he lie about something like that? That's it's that's why would he lie about that? For for clicks and for you know just to say something. Well, you know. He got what he wanted. Yeah, yeah, he got what he wanted. He got some attention. Now I just can't. I don't get it. I noticed that Jay I'm Williams had responded. What's I'm gonna start lying, Joe. I'm gonna. I mean, he probably gonna respond tomorrow. I'm gonna start lying on here. On what? On our on our platform? Yeah, I'm gonna start lying. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. For clicks. Okay. Yeah. Just to <laughs> say, hey, I talked to John Wall. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna just tell uh, lying, Joe. Like, I, yo, I, I just talked to John Wall. You know, he talking about he want to play for the Knicks or something. Crazy yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna think about it, and I'm, I'm gonna just tell a real good ass lie. Like, yeah, I was at Park. I was down at Park the other night and seen Bradley Bill, and which, by the know. way, is a rumor. By the way, John Wall to what? the Knicks. John John Wall oh. to the Knicks. That that that's been a reported rumor. That would be that I, that great for y'all. Twitter. That would be you great for y'all. That would be great for y'all. Um, you know, I'm I'm torn a little bit, right? Because healthy John, John Wall, Wall more. Well, healthy John Wall. Hell yeah, give him to me 100. percent It's the the injuries. Just I don't know. The injury just thing just kind of you know scares me a little bit. He looked good at Houston for them couple of games he was he played. He looked good at Houston. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But couple he games didn't he played. The season, he right? He yeah, but see, season, right? no, he didn't. But I, but I ain't okay. gonna lie to you, bro. Just my opinion. I don't terrible, know. No, terrible no, here. no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm supposed to start. I'm supposed to lie. <laughs> you supposed I to heard, lie. I, what I heard from John Wall's <laughs> camp because I talked to him when it was going on. He was tired of the Houston Rockets being trash. Hey. He was like, well, fuck it. We ain't going nowhere, so I'm about to just sit out for the rest of the year. But tell him I'm injured. And my man told me he coming to play for my team the Knicks. That's what my yeah. mom said. Yeah, what he, he, said he, he said he 100% healthy. He just don't want to play. So he said is uh, whatever the injury they reported. Mm-hmm. You heard Let's it here go. first. Let's go. You heard it here <laughs> first. He lied. We, we just, <laughs> he wasn't really injured. We, we, he wasn't injured. We, 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 we the, we the TMZ right now. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't TMZ injured. He, he not injured at all. He's chilling in Houston. Bagging yeah, all the, the joints. Bagging club. all the he joints hang- out of Houston. Yeah, he ain't he hanging he out. Hurt. He hanging out with Bun B at the joint. Yeah. I forget the name of that little shopping district in Houston. That's like where all the little, little joints be at. But, yeah, he out there. Yeah. Yeah, I need to go to Houston one day. I, I, need, I, need I do want to go to Houston one day. 
Yeah, we we going to um we going to Pittsburgh in August. Wow, what's it's, in Pittsburgh? Uh, it, it's just it's just a, it's just a road trip. It's but we we hitting up like three other cities. You know, Cleveland, Detroit, and Chicago. We we just uh, we just right. we just hitting them up. Yeah. Well, I haven't been to Pittsburgh in years, but I could tell you. Um, I mean. If you look at, well, I know you ain't looking for no action, action, but it's a whole bunch of mountains and shit. Yeah, I know. But they did do this Black Lives Matter mural right underneath the uh, highway there, right across from the stadium. I'm going to check oh, that yeah. mural out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a dope one. It's got um, George Floyd on it. It's got Breonna Taylor on it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to, you know, walk over there and, you know, get some shots of that joint. No yeah. question. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna hit up Houston though. We, we talking Houston. I definitely gotta find a way to. Hit yeah, up but Houston, I wanna hit but, Houston life though. I don't wanna just go to Houston and go to the, you know, the tourist sites. I wanna hit Houston. You feel me? Yeah, 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 yeah. I want, yeah, I wanna hit, hit them, Houston. Hit, hit them joints. Yeah, the joint, mm-hmm. the joint where uh, they retired James Harden's number in the rafters at the strip club. Yeah, I'm trying to hit Houston, bro. I'm trying to go, 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 go to Houston. Go to that joint. <laughs> I'm trying to go to Houston. I ain't trying to just be out. Yeah, I'm trying to go to Houston. Yeah, you might as well yeah. live there too, bro. <laughs> nah, nah. You know, a lot of that conversation be coming up a lot about, uh, you know, living somewhere besides uh, the DMV. And, I mean, I don't see it for me no time soon. Let me say that. Right, right. Hey, Amen. Like, I, I like living here. I like... I like being I like being able to go hear good go go when I want to hear it live. You know what I'm saying? Like I like yeah. I like chicken wings and mumbo sauce. I mean, I, I get that I need to go see other places and experience other things, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what that's kind of what we you know we set out to do with this trip here. Just you know, go to certain spots, and I would never like those places I mentioned earlier: Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago. I would never go to those places in the fall or the winter. Hell no. Mm-hmm. So this is this is the best time to go when it's ninety degrees and it's sunny. Yeah, well, it's supposed to be hot as hell. I don't know. I don't, yeah, be sure to know how the water and all that is going on in Detroit. How the who? The water. Water. The water and all that. Uh. Uh huh. Now, now I thought that like was Flint. Flint. That's just Flint. I mean, yeah, but okay. If I'm not mistaken, that's not. I mean, you know, and I don't know I, how I'm, far yeah, that just, is from Detroit. So okay, I don't know how far that was that my next either. question. That was my yeah. next question. Yeah. That I, that I don't know. What I do know about Detroit is, and I think I mentioned this on the pod uh, a few weeks ago. Um, I am going to go take a picture in front of Martin's apartment building, and people know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Martin, the TV show, the building that they show on the TV show. Uh, yes, people, that is in Detroit, and it's walking distance from downtown, so definitely gonna check that joint out. Word. Uh, you got anything else, man? Because I'm about, no, to, sir. about to sign off on this joint. Uh, shout out to everybody on Facebook Live. We appreciate you. Uh, shout out to everybody also um, that watches us on YouTube as well. Uh, make sure y'all click the like button on the Facebook page. Also, click the subscribe button for the YouTube page as well. Uh, continue to follow us on our social media. We got the, um, well, what do we got? The Instagram page at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We also got the Twitter handle at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. 
And if you got any questions or comments about the show, you can hit us up at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. So uh, if you got nothing else, man, uh, everybody out there, enjoy the rest of the week. Enjoy these playoff games. And uh, um, actually, we, we're going to take a week break, actually. I'm not to say we're going to be here mm-hmm. next week, but we're actually not going to be here next week. So we'll see y'all in a couple weeks. Happy belated birthday to Prince. Uh, oh, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. And rest in peace, Clarence Williams, too. Yeah, Legend. yeah. Good. Legend uh, in the game. Legend had, in the game. Had, yeah, man. Legend rest in, in the game. peace to Clarence yes. Williams. Yes. I just yes. got, as soon as I heard he died, I went immediately to Low Down Dirty Shame the episode, when he went in there uh, to go see Clarence Williams and he had the. Uh, the white uh, wife with the white kids, and it was uh, oh okay, okay. Reading the essay, I got it, man. I got I got to watch that movie again because that's oh, it's not a movie yeah. that I watch, you know, on a regular. But, oh, but yeah, I remember him know. from uh, I remember him from Tales from the Hood, uh-huh, half baked, half baked. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, we we lost a legend this week for so, sure, for sure. Rest, rest in peace, rest in peace, and happy birthday to Prince. Rest in peace too. No question, no question. All right, y'all. That's it for the show. Uh, we out of here. Y'all have a good couple of weeks. We'll be back uh, to give you that sports talk. Peace. Yeah. wonder where your food comes from? More and more people do. America's corn farmers work hard every day to grow a crop that you can be proud to serve your family. And they're doing it with an eye towards sustainability, caring for water, air, soil, and resources that fuel healthy families and more sustainable products. Take a look to find out how farmers in rural America work to make life better for all of us, from cities to their rural communities. Learn more at ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtree air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtree air filters today at Filtree.com. Let's clear the air.